Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Jennifer Palmer. And here's a bit about Jennifer. She was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, has lived in Houston, Texas, Banff, Alberta, and Dwinnington, Alberta, and Talks, AB. In that order, she's always called home Calgary. Jennifer worked through high school at the drive-in restaurants. After high school, she helped run a cafe in Banff. That was her first entrepreneur experience. It was a short one. She was back in Calgary working in hotels until 1992. That summer, she was placed by a temporary agency as a receptionist with a financial planning firm. In September, she became a full-time employee. That began her 18 years in the financial services industry. In 2005, she became an independent financial advisor, and that lasted five years. In that time, she was again an entrepreneur, and she was building her own business. There were so many hats to wear, and she was a new mom. Most of her time was spent consulting other families, building businesses, and raising families. Many hours of networking, trade shows, and marketing online has evolved. Forever a student, there has been so much growth. She learned how to create and build platforms and utilize marketing assets. In 2019, podcasting seemed like the next big thing to add to her platforms. That's when she and the interviews began. When Jennifer is not podcasting or producing or building platforms, she is reading, writing, and spending time with her family and pets. She loves the mountains, music, and painting. She is looking forward to traveling again soon. And with that, we're going to dive into online presence, how important is it, and how it could set you up for success. So without further ado, welcome Jennifer Palmer to GEMS Podcast. Mm, Thank you for having me. My pleasure. You have an experience extensive background and wow the financial industry being a mom and also entrepreneurship it's the non-traditional path but all of it has led to where you are today Jennifer Mm -hmm. and when you think about online presence what comes to mind and how important is that to really help other people be mindful of what they put on online because that stuff doesn't go away even though you hit that delete button. Yeah, there's a lot around online presence and safety. But some of the the things that I've noticed and why my focus is on online presence is because I do a lot of work with authors. And I I was at a readers writers conference a couple of years back where I was actually an attendee. I have a, a young author in the family and she well she's a writer, not yet an author because she hasn't published but uh we went to this event and it was a readers writers conference and the people in the room and the messages were absolutely amazing 
And then when I went to go and find them again after the event, I, of course, I'm looking online. You know, this is 2018, right? So we'll go on and find somebody. Well, I'm going to go online and see a little bit more about them. The presence online did not match the person in the room. And I either could not find them or what I found did not match the caliber of the event that I took in. And so there was a disconnect, a huge disconnect. And so when I talk about online presence, especially from the point of view of an author, it's definitely connecting the two. I want to see the person that I met online, if I met them first online, or I want to see online the person I met in the room. And they need to match. So there needs to be a lot of authenticity, transparency, congruency with online presence. That makes sense because people don't want to just know you like based on what you put out on social media and paint that perfect vivid picture but they also want to know is is that the same person off screen and can they really connect with you and it's so powerful that you brought that up jennifer because i'm actually an author and lately i haven't really been advertising the books because one of my focus right now is the podcasting how can i bridge the gap between education inspiration and motivation and sometimes i do share it in my segment that i am an author but i want to make sure that i'm giving my guests the ability to talk about their subject matter expertise so we can bring that education to the platform so we could spark that inspiration and we can motivate other people to rise above and be where they are so let's really dive into online presence what what are some things that will set someone up for success whenever they are trying to brand themselves online? So one of the biggest things with anything that anyone does, regardless of whether it's online or not, is it's no like and trust. So you're building enough content so that you can get to know the person as well as build trust with them and feel like you actually know them personally. Especially from an online point of view, there is um, a lot of just fluff out there where I don't know what this post has to do with anything because it is not giving me the ability to get to know you better. It's not giving me the ability to connect with you or your business, those sorts of things. So when you talk about um, online presence and branding, it's really getting clear about your message and conveying that on all of your platforms, whether it's podcasting or your website or even your social media channels. Because ultimately, um, they should be linking. And online presence is a lot about, okay, how do they all come back to each other? How do they link up? How is it that this piece of content that I put out is coming back and what am I doing and where is it going? What's the purpose of all of it? So whenever they start to put content out there as far as social media, do you recommend that they link the contents um, the same across the board or that maybe they work with a brand, a brand ambassador 
or maybe a sponsor to help them really curate their messages. Because some people who may not really know about digital marketing or um, advertising may not know exactly how to set up themselves for success. So there's a lot of different things and a lot of different places that people are at, right? So to say that someone should work with someone else really depends on where they're at in their business and where they're at with, say say it is an author marketing their book. Maybe they are self-published. Maybe they have a publisher. So it, it depends on, you know, where they're at as to whether or not you suggest they work with someone. The point is to make sure that that there's consistency along the platforms. So if I am, for example, let's talk about podcasting. If we're putting out content with regards to an episode that's going to be released for a podcast that a guest has come on the show for, is my like is it consistent among the platforms? So it may not be exactly the same, but there's content that can be easily repurposed so that it's still giving a message that's consistent. Okay, that makes sense. Consistency is key. So whenever you go out and you look for someone's online presence, what are some of the things that will set that person out to make you feel as, okay, this is a person that I want to work with? Are they are they real? Are they polished? Are they raw? Are they um, some just cover magazine type? That is not going to be somebody that I'm thinking that has authenticity. Uh, you know, if I'm all worried about image, uh, that is not something that I personally am going to be drawn to. I think people are more drawn to natural, real. Uh, you know, there's um, a gentleman by the name of um, John Ferrara. He's actually the CEO of a company called Nimble. And he is very good about with regards to social media and marketing. And he promotes um, his, he has E's and C's and F's and P's of all of these different things that you can do. And so there are, there are certain ways that we just naturally connect um, food, frolic, fun and fellowship are definitely some of the F's that we connect through. So how are we sharing those online? I'm going to be looking for how you're sharing those online to build a relationship with you, to feel like I'm getting to know you. And that's really what it's about is that what you're doing is building really, it's a, they're social platforms. We're being sociable. We're building relationships. So what are we doing to create that content? Mm, okay. And then part of online presence also can lead into platform building because when you have an online mm. presence, you are building a platform and that platform is centering around your online presence. So whenever you think about platform building, what are the ABCs of building a successful platform and should they be tied into your core values? So when ABCs, I'm not sure that I'm going to have the ABCs for you, Uh, but platform building, what I'm looking for, for example, I do online audits. What I'm looking for is that are you out there where people are? Are you, where's, what's your reach? 
And then how are you bringing it back to everything else that you've got going on? Do you have a website? Do you have YouTube? Do you have Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok? Do you have a podcast? And, and if you have all of these things, are you sharing them? on all your various platforms. So on TikTok, am I talking about my website? Am I talking about my podcast? Am I sharing content that I also share on my Facebook? You know, all of the, are they all coming together? Are they all working together? Do they have a common goal? So yeah, just um, looking at the synergies of where you're um, sharing it and is it consistent across the board and what is the common goal. So you look at all those areas whenever you audit. So what exactly is an audit and what does that look like? Because auditing from my corporate background can be totally different than you auditing in the social media space and branding. So I'm going to come at it from the point of view of a podcast producer and someone who's going to put out marketing assets of an episode that they produce. So with me, uh, when I have a guest on my show, I put not only video but audio out of that podcast. Then um, what I will do is I will create a blog post. That blog post will have more content and that blog post sits on my website so i will have a link to the audio i'll have a link to the video i'll have a link to the transcription of the show because we all take in content differently maybe we want to watch it maybe we want to read it maybe we want to listen to it so how do we want to take in the content do we want to take it in in big bites in little bites and how how do we do that so the blog post gives you an opportunity to see the various part assets that are out there, including the graphics that have, and the links to the individual that I've interviewed. So now, now that I've interviewed you, for example, I want to know, are you on TikTok? Are you on Twitter? Are you on LinkedIn? Are you on Facebook? Do you have a website? These are all things that I can now link back or tag you in to help promote you if those don't exist if they exist what form do they exist in if they don't exist do you need help creating them so online audits will take all of that in it'll take a look at if you have a website are your social channels on your website are they linked properly do they work what do I see when I go to that platform? Do it, does it give me the ability to email you, to phone you? How do I get in touch with you if I want to work with you? What kind of content are you putting out? Is it engaging? What is it creating conversation, community? What is it doing out there? Those are the types of things that we look at with an online audit. Thanks for breaking that down, um, Jennifer, because that's really important whenever you think about the online auditing because it helps you uh, fill in the gaps where you may be missing certain certain information that can help boost your online presence. And then how important are KPIs, key performance indicators, and the metrics whenever you are performing your audit to feed back into that overall online presence because everything has to be measurable. 
I, I use organic measurement. I don't, I'm not really a, a paid ads individual. I'm looking at, okay, if that post was on social media, where did it, did the podcast get recognized from a specific channel? Did it come from a phone? Did it come from a desktop? Did, where? Did, who's the audience? I look at it more on the, um, the podcast matrix than the individual social media channel matrix because ultimately they contribute to the whole. Okay. Individually, you can go through and you can say, okay, this post got... 100 likes. 100 likes doesn't mean that they went to the podcast or 100 likes doesn't mean that they or went to the website and did anything at the website. So it's it's really the bigger picture instead of the smaller picture. And I don't give a lot of weight to the matrix. Okay, that's honest opinion. And that's a different approach than I've heard. So thank you for bringing your viewpoint there regarding the metrics, because so many people are so focused on metrics um, Mm -hmm. with their brand building and etc. And then another thing that I've heard that is so important is that nowadays people want you to get out front not just post the you know flyers but actually put an actual video of yourself whether you're doing reels or you're doing um short stories or igtv or tiktok how important is that in online presence rather than just the infographics So I I mentioned earlier that I had been at this writing conference. The writing conference was in 2018. And then I spoke actually at that same conference in 2019. And the topic for my speech was actually website modernization. And from the point of view of authors, that was exactly it. There was absolutely no video on any website that I had ever found. And they didn't have it much in the way of any visual recorded video type content on any platform anywhere and that was the biggest thing okay let's modernize all of your content let's make sure that your website is a a, not a wordpress.com your name here and then wordpress like a real domain name type of a website with video on it so that i can get a real sense of who I am engaging with because with it's amazing to say okay let's just sit here for a second what do you know about me looking at just a picture nothing you can't tell anything about my tone of voice my mannerisms my emotions none of it comes through so it is so very very important to have video content and Mm. The smaller the bites of video content to, that lead to bigger pieces of content, the better. So clips, small clips, 30-second clips that lead to one, one and a half minute, three minute, 15-minute, 30-minute pieces of content. So that's why video is so very important. It's so easy to take a 30-minute interview such as this if it's recorded for say YouTube and what have you, and cut it into clips that is marketable content on all your platforms. It's repurposed and it's 
not that time consuming. The full piece of recording has already been created. You just need to cut it up into marketable pieces and distribute it. Absolutely. Work smarter, not necessarily harder. And don't be afraid to repurpose and reproduce content. But also, I do want to um, put a transparency out there and a disclaimer. For anyone that does repurpose and reproduce content, make sure if you did it as a collaboration with someone, you have their permission if you aren't the owner of that content. And nowadays, Mm. a lot of people make you sign certain forms, NDAs, those are non-disclosure agreements. They make you sign non-competes and et cetera, because they want to own the full rights. So make sure you're not doing anything that bridges or severs the um, contract that you sign, because then you could really get into some legal trouble. And that's just with me coming from a trade regulations and compliance background. So I want to put that Um, out there. Having a financial planning background, there's so much legal bureaucracy in those industries that it's so very important. So my guests on my show um, signed a podcast agreement which gives me full right to do whatever I'd like with the interview. And unless that has actually been signed, they don't own it. So I don't own the episode unless that agreement's been signed by my guest, which means I am limited in the ability to create content and distribute it because technically I should be getting their approval for every piece of it because it includes them. It's a very good point. It's so very important. Yes. So we always want to make sure we keep you out of hot waters there, (laughs) y'all. And then another thing that is so important to think about uh, with online presence is make sure you show up the way that you would like to be perceived because if not, Mm -hmm. people can easily make assumptions about you. And once those assumptions are made, it is hard to go back and revert or erase them. So if there's anything that you've done that you don't want people to see or know about, be mindful of who has access to that content or who is sharing certain things. Because if you are young, sometimes you do young and dumb things or stupid things. And that online presence can come back and bite you in the rear whenever you are going out for corporate level jobs or et cetera. So that is also another thing to be cognizant of with online presence. Do you have anything you would like to add there, Jennifer? I have to say that I'm of an older generation. Uh, having been born in the seventies, uh, this whole social media phenomenon, um, there are many generations, at least two generations now, that have never lived without it. And I think we're a bit more cautionary, uh, the, the older group, because uh, we did see some backlash uh, originally when social media first came in. And um, there were not the privacy settings and the, the differences in the profiles and all of the protective uh, pieces that exist now if we pay attention to them. 
because they definitely exist. Uh, so reading the terms of social media platforms <laughs> before you agree is a really good idea. And I can tell you 90% of people don't do it. 90% uh, of people don't realize that, um, you know, Facebook has the right to do certain things with anything that's produced and put out on their platform. Regardless of what you have to say about it, they can do different things to monetize across all platforms. So once it's out there too, there is the concern about the permanent digital record or the digital footprint. Um, there are some people out there, uh, Paul Davis for one, he's uh, a security fella. You can definitely get a hold of him and get a whole bunch of advice around internet security. He teaches at schools um, for, I think it was grade three or four that I actually um, attended one of his seminars at the school. But there are ways to go and have digital material removed now that there weren't before. Um, there are also all kinds of ways that um, forensically um, people can get information if they need to. For example, if you've done something wrong and um, you know, you're out there doing unscrupulous things, uh, they can catch you. You know, they never used to have those things. And I think it's important that we realize how public our lives can become depending on what we share. And there's, there's a lot of freedom in a couple of newer generations that, you know, to be honest, they don't need to keep secrets. They just don't feel the need, you know, and sometimes employers like that sort of thing if you're using your profiles to get a job sometimes they don't so either way uh you want to go there are options and there are ramifications but i think more than anything the importance is to become aware of them and understand where things fit in it i mean there's a lot of blind faith that's you know people have had with their actions on social media or any other platform for that matter like their own websites for heaven's sakes so absolutely be mindful of cybersecurity and be mindful mm -hmm. of the knowledge that you acquire so jennifer as we wind down i want you to tell the listeners and the viewers how they could connect with you on your website and if you have any social media platforms that you are um, present on currently oh my goodness so many <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the primary website, I have several websites, to be honest. I have one for a lo local, for supporting my local community, and I have a podcast for that, in addition to Online for Authors, which is primarily the one I run under, which is onlineforauthors.org, and it's where everything sits for me with regards to how to work with me, the interviews that uh, I've done uh, with authors and, and the promotion of their books and, and what have you, and the wonderful people I get to engage with. So onlineforauthors.org and so online for authors everywhere. 
<laughs> so that's, I have a company page on LinkedIn. I have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Those are the primaries. And of course, the podcast, Online for Authors podcast. Amazing. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. You just heard Jennifer Palmer, and we talked about a plethora of things, but most importantly, online presence, building a platform, and also making sure that you know what the ramifications are when it comes to an online um, presence and effectively um, building your platform. So make sure you connect with her on all social media platforms. Her contact information will be in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast can be found on all major platforms. And for our video content, follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. And remember, People won't know you if they don't see you online. Mm. So make sure you show up and show out in a way that you want to be perceived and not how you want others to portray you. So have a great one. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share and subscribe to gems podcast on your audio platform as well as our youtube channel gems with genesis mars kemp we would love for you to be a sponsor so please reach out via email at gems g-e-m-s with w-i-t-h genesis g-e-n-e-s-i-s amaris a-m-a-r-i-s kemp K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.